found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it's a Monday. This is the 11th day of April and ready for another fresh week of Tidbits. Oh, a fresh week. Matthew, good morning. Good morning, Dale. Good to see you. How are you? Great. Just great. Now, a week from today, I won't be here. What? Oh, yeah. What? You'll get to work with Alan. What? You'll get three days of Alan with you. Oh, my goodness. What happened? Well, you know, I finally uh, well, I had to bribe my way into getting a few days off. <laughs> you know, I, I went in, you know, I'm really spent. I said, I'm spent. Right. I just got to get some time off. I'm spent. I'm spent. I can't take yeah. it. So, anyway, I still got this week. And then still, you know, a couple of days next week. I won't even interfere in your plans over there on the AM studio. I won't make you work for me like I'm always penalized to do for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, here we are. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations on your, your time off. First ever spring show's in the books. Yeah. Over at the... Peru, Circus City. I've always called it the arena. Yeah. I guess it's called the Peru Circus City Center. Center. But um, it's a nice facility. I, You know what? I was <sighs> reflecting on it. Yeah. And if I were in that building, I was probably a very small child the last time I was in that building. Okay. That's probably changed quite a bit since you were a small child last time you were in that building. But see, that's just it because they had a lot of the uh, the old posters up on this, like near the ceiling of mm. you know, like Tom Thumb and yeah. blah blah blah, you know, and all that. Yeah, and it's like I think I remember seeing those oh. and asking about them as a kid. Because you know, there's a lot of history in the circus. Yeah, Peru used to be the circus uh, headquarters for the winter for uh, circuses. They right. Would- Stay there in Peru. All their animals would be there. So if you were a young child, you could go out, visit some animals, perhaps even uh, help them keep horses, you know, in shape by riding. Oh, it was a good old days. It was an elephant that escaped, killed its trainer. Oh, my. And uh, was shot. Oh, my. Shot in the Eel River. As it was probably taking a drink. So, you know, the, a lot of excitement came out of Peru. Yes. And uh, coming up in July, they'll have their annual Circus City Festival Days. Mm-hmm. Always the third week of July. I can always remember that. It's always the third week of July. <laughs> it's always yeah. the third week. <laughs> so that's uh, in the books. But it was cool to be over there. It was yeah. cool to um, kind of be at the inaugural event of this, you know. Yeah. It's got plenty of room to grow and um, met a lot of people, talked to a lot of people, which I always enjoy. Yeah, you, uh, you know, you do like to visit. Yeah. Yeah. One of those uh, in particular. Yes. Let's say hello to the Gonzalez Family Farms. All right. Hello, Gonzalez (laughs) Family Farms. Met them, met Lewis, and uh, he's a longtime listener, even the podcast. So, <laughs> so he double listens. Yeah. Okay. So it was uh, great to talk to you guys, and so you get to meet people. Absolutely. You know, when you're out there, absolutely. 
I didn't. Uh, I was back here on assignment, <clears throat> you know, because um, somebody's got to run the ship, you know. So I was. This is true. Running the ship. This is true. But um, we look forward to it. I guess it's already uh, set for next year. Next year it'll be in March. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. So, so it'll just hopefully get bigger and better every year, and it'll just be a large conglomeration of business. You know, pertaining to spring and that's right and summer. Well, the Chicago Cubs, of course, they started their season. They were washed out the second game of their series, so they played three out of four, and the Cubs managed to win two of three. And uh, yesterday they lost hmm. the uh, season or the uh, series opener. Now they'll have a day off, Matthew, and they'll move on to Pittsburgh. So that's my Cubs update. They had a uh, they had a big win the other day, right? Like nine zip, I think it was. Like that, yeah, they were walked a lot. I mean, Milwaukee's pitching was you know kind of iffy first couple of days, and those guys were both all star pitchers. One was the Cy Young winner hmm. that the Cubs beat. So we'll see how their season goes. Right now, they appear to be you know okay. Sure. Yesterday's uh, bullpen kind of let them down. That's where they. Gave up some runs that allowed Milwaukee to get back in it. They were up three zip. So anyway, that's kind of fun to watch them. Gives me something to do while I rock in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I say, what happened to all these former Cubs? Where are they now? Where are they? <laughs> oh, Kyle Schwarber, where yeah. are you now? Yeah, Schwarber's in Philadelphia. That's right. So... Let's uh, get things started with uh, probably what terrified a bunch of people. This out of New York City. Hundreds ran for their lives when a manhole explosion rocked Times Square. Oh, my. Con Ed confirmed that the uh, sound was a manhole explosion due to cable failure. There were three manholes on fire after the incident. Started at about 6.47 p.m. Fire operators officially stopped at about 8.55. Operations at 8.55. One Twitter user took footage of people turning away after the initial bang and running. You know, things are still pretty shaky in New York City from 2001. Mm -hmm. Anything like that goes... You know, I, I just... Of course, anywhere you'd be, you hear that, and man, you're going to take off. Sure, you don't know what's going on. Sure, you always take off running. You know, in the movies, you know, War of the Worlds, everybody's running. It's not doing them any good. They're all getting vaporized, <laughs> trampled. <laughs> but you know, and you never know which way to run. You know, I would presume if the sounds behind you, you run away. Right. If it's in front of you, you turn around and run the other way, I presume, if you can figure out where it's happening. Well, they are. They're all just running, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Running in the same direction. Wow. It looks just like a a movie. Well, let's see. There's uh, fisticuffs in Martinsville Speedway, NASCAR. Oh, geez. Uh, Fist fight. (laughs) Broke out between two drivers this weekend. Ty Gibbs. And Sam uh, Mayer, Mayer, Meyer, I don't know. Two longtime rivals got into a brawl after the race. 
Bianco. Coleman talked about the fact they've been racing each other for a long time. Oh, and there's a punch. Ty Gibbs going after Sam Mayer, and we've got a fight at Martinsville. Now, Mayer gives his side of the story about the fight with Ty Gibbs, and uh, here's what he had to say. Yeah, I mean, I just hung grand on the line, put the bumper to him because that's what short track racing is all about, and he got upset, and yeah, 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 short track racing, all that nonsense, so whatever. He threw a couple punches. They, they were weak, so I can't say much about that. It's kind of funny, but um, I just put the bumper to him for hundred grand, and he got upset about it, but he's been doing that to everyone else for every week so far, so I don't understand how it can be that one-sided. You, you, you tell him to take his helmet off? Is, that's what it kind of looked like on the video. Yeah, it's kind of funny because he walked up to me. I had my helmet off already, and he kept his helmet on, so obviously he was scared about something, or he had it in his mind to throw a punch the whole time, so that's on him, not me. Uh, I'll talk to him if he wants to, but I'm fine. I couldn't care less. I'm going to move on and race everybody just as hard. Because uh, that's what that's what the Xfinity Series is all about. So I'm going to go out there, do my best, and he can do whatever he wants. And at the end of the day, anyone can do whatever they want to him because he's put that, himself in that reputation. So it doesn't matter. Oh, no. Now they're all fisticuffs. <laughs> I'm watching the video. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> and again, he called Gibbs punches weak. Yeah, they're pretty, they, they were. <laughs> it's not wrong. So he didn't, didn't get good licks in on him. And uh, we'll see how things develop for the rest of the season after that altercation. <laughs> yes. And you got to figure that Gibbs will probably start getting a reputation, you know, of uh, oh, the sissy. You know, he all oh, you've. So everybody may start picking on him. Maybe. You know, I don't know. Maybe. It is 632. Let's uh, take a look at news with Karen. This is Tidbits. <laughs> you ill prepared there yeah we're back with tidbits on a monday normally i have time to work on the uh, wordle for the day and uh, <laughs> wordle are you playing wordle every day seriously yeah are you doing well yeah yeah let me see i'll give you i'll i'll, I'll throw my stats out there All right. i don't know so you do this once a day right that's how wordle works yeah okay now i know there's people that probably have better stats than me and i will fully admit that uh it took me a time or two to understand how okay. the game is played. All right. But uh, once I got the hang of it, I have a 94% win percentage. Okay. I have a current streak of 22 because I missed a day yeah. when we were on the bus going to Orlando. Okay. But uh, my max win streak is 37. My okay. current streak of 22. So. Sounds good. There's probably several out there, though, that are 100. Oh, I guarantee you. Yeah. So how's this work? It's like a, a crossword puzzle. Yeah, you get you get um, it's a five letter word. Okay, every day, five every day. Yeah. Okay. And so you type in, and a lot of times there's strategy to it too. Uh, so, okay. and the way I like to play okay. is I have my my opening word, and if I get any matches, then my next guess I have to use those matches. Okay. So if it comes up green, then it's that. So, like, if you if you guess the word chair, okay, and you get the C as green, that means the the correct word starts with C. I see. Yeah. Well, 
You know, I don't play it, but it's got to keep you sharp. Got to be keeping old Matty sharp. I enjoy it because I'm an old man now. I like my word games. Because I didn't know if it started off with a letter and then you worked from there, kind of like you nope. just, you just got to go for gusto and come up with a five-letter word Yes, every day. Do you get higher points if you solve it right off the bat? If you, no, it, it, okay. it, it'll give you a little congratulations sort of okay. thing. So. All right. Now, how many opportunities do you get to you solve get it? Six. Six. Yeah. Okay. So right now I'm on my fourth try. Oh, on today's. my. Today's is... Uh, <laughs> okay. Now, do, you, is, do, do you have uh, any one. letters? Yeah. Okay, so I you've got some letters in there. If you played along today, I have the S and the A in okay. the correct spot. Okay. I think a lot of people are doing that. So me and uh, our my kids are doing it. So okay. like we'll uh, we'll do it and then we'll we'll shoot each other our because uh, you can share when you're done. You can share your your insults. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't want to, you know, give it to them before. Well, it doesn't give you the correct answer. It just oh, shows okay. how you did. Now, speaking of which, Wordle Bot from the New York Times settles the best opening word in the popular game Wordle. The bot's designed to give people advice on what they might have done better after completing the day's puzzle. Mm. The Wordle Bot solves the 2,309 possible Wordles using the fewest number of guesses when you use crane, C-R-A-N-E, in normal mode, and delt, D-E-A-L-T, in hard mode. Are you playing the uh, normal or hard? I I play in normal, but I actually tend to play in hard. Okay. That makes sense. Various places across the Internet, people claim that... Wordles, uh, words like irate, salad, or raise are the best openers. The truth is that it depends exactly on how you're playing and whether or a, a human or a computer. So basically, hard mode yeah. is if if you on your first guess, if you get any letters correct or whatever, then in your next guess you have to use those letters. Okay, you've you've got to. You have to. Yeah. And so that's that's how I play anyway. Does it put them where they belong? Not always. I mean, because okay. like you know, like again, if you got share and if C was in the correct spot, yeah. then it would there. it'd be green. Okay. And then if like let's say you had um, R, okay, but it was yellow. So that means somewhere in the word is R, okay, but it's not in the right spot. So your next guess may be crack. Yeah. It says, and then you would you know. <laughs> Go from there. Other sites have reported that the words such as ado, audio, and Ouija are uh, solid opening choices because of their vowels. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what you notice about those words. They okay. use a lot of vowels. Okay. So it's kind of like, you know, television with Pat Sajak and Vanna, only you've got to figure out where they go after you get them right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it sounds like a, a lot of fun, Matt. I enjoy it, <laughs> except today. Today he's given me the okay. Fix. All right, so it could snap your streak. You don't want to lose your win streak. No. Okay. So, how many more guesses do you have? Two. Okay. <laughs> so good luck to Matthew. This sounds like a gig for me. A streaming service 
dedicated to true. I thought um, I had it. I thought I had it. Okay. Sorry. But you didn't? Nope. Okay. It's <laughs> streaming service dedicated to true crime stories is offering someone, this is retirement money for me, $2,400 to watch 24 hours of documentaries and report on the experience. Wow. That doesn't sound too hard. Magellan TV said its third annual true crime watch drama job <laughs> will pay 2400 bucks and a free year subscription to a winning candidate who watches 24 hours of crime documentaries in a 48-hour period and documents the experience on social media. Of course, you know I'm a social media butterfly. Right. The ideal candidate lives for true crime. They can handle the most menacing serial killer, the goriest details, and don't uh, flinch at the chilling paranormal. And that's me. I uh, those, uh, true crime stuff is my favorite yeah. uh, documentary, so it's be up my alley. Very interesting. This uh, Florida woman arrested for domestic battery after she scratched her girlfriend in the face with their cat. <laughs> okay. You pick up the cat and you use it. It's like... <laughs> Police say things escalated after the woman and her girlfriend got into an argument. The woman took their cat, held it up to her girlfriend's face, and swore on the animal's life that, the, uh, that she was not cheating. The animal was in distress... <laughs> And scratched the other woman. She had multiple, multiple lacerations on her face. Police arrested the woman for domestic battery. <laughs> now, if you've got a cat, even that seems to be okay most of the time in the house, and it's always in the house, mm-hmm. and you got to take it somewhere, you got to take it outdoors, you got to be weary. It's <laughs> because, you know, if they've got their claws, it's pretty ugly. Okay. Yes. And this cat was distressed. <laughs> okay. I took. I had to take a cat to somewhere once, and it's like I didn't have a carrier for it, so yes. I just had to go. Okay. Just had to put the cat in the car, yep. you know. And it was all like wigged out the whole time. <laughs> took a giant dump under my seat during the trip. I'm driving along, and I'm like, "What is that? What is, is that? What smell is that?" So we get and look so. under in there. You know how hard it was to clean that? I, oh, mean, I imagine. It yeah. was. Oh, cats. <sighs> <laughs> oh, kitty, kitty. <laughs> but in a way, I kind of like cats. Like, I yeah. kind of like, yeah. you know. <laughs> I like that they may just randomly attack you, you know, yeah, and try to kill you. I kind of like that about them. But next time, I presume if you transport one, you'll have a carrier. Right. Yeah. Because then, if they do that, it's well, at least confined to the carrier. And I don't see a cat in our near future. So of course, the, the cat could then waller in it. I don't know if that'd be any more pleasant. <laughs> waller. Yeah. <laughs> waller. Here's a Boston area woman who froze when she found a wild turkey inside her house perched oh, in her family room. She thinks the turkey may have come through a basement door that was open while she had some clearing out to do. She called Newton police for help and explained the problem. 
police said they didn't have an animal control unit available. She called her daughter to try to find a professional to remove the bird, but that would have cost hundreds, hundreds of dollars. So she says, in the meantime, it's flying around. It's leaving her presence all over the floor and all over her furniture. It's amazing how much a bird can take a dump. She said the turkey seemed quite comfortable. I'm sure. But she gave the bird an ultimatum, and he finally walked out the door at about one hour after it got in. (laughs) That could be her... uh, Comforting bird. Take one flights. You know. <laughs> wow. And if it dumped that much in an hour, imagine what it'd do if you were on a two-hour flight. Duh. <laughs> Gosh. And finally, Easter, of course, is Sunday. By the way, I got it. You did get your word. I got my word. Here's... Your streak is intact. Way to go, Matthew. Congratulations. It was close. How many tar- tries? I had to use all six. Oh, today. my goodness. Yeah. A man who works as the Easter Bunny at St. Clair Square Mall in Illinois is accused of assaulting a police officer. Police said the man assaulted a female officer and then ran through the mall at around 7 o'clock. When officers caught up with him, they believed he was a threat. They tased him to make the arrest. Now, I'm envisioning this all. He's in his Easter Bunny outfit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the kids are probably traumatized. Um, the man was dressed <laughs> as Easter Bunny earlier that day. However, he was not wearing it during the altercation, so that's good. Police didn't say what led up to the assault. A mall spokesperson said an outside company Cherry Hill Programs <laughs> hires people to dress as the Easter Bunny at the mall. <laughs> Nothing worse than the Easter Bunny going nuts. Okay? <laughs> right. Right. And remember, there could be some wet fur in your home come Sunday if the rain does happen. It's true. And don't forget the old adage, we'll have to keep track of this. Okay. And every year oh, I yeah, say this. Oh, yeah, if it rains on Easter. It'll rain for seven Consecutive Sundays. Yeah. Which, where'd that come from? I don't know. But see, I got to do it for once. Every year I bring it up. Every year I brought it up for 30 years. Okay. (laughs) And I've never, never remembered to track it. Right. So, you know. Now, that could be at some point, any point of any given Sunday, maybe early in the morning, and then it's nice the rest of the day. You got to have some way to figure out whether it did or didn't. So... Matt, that's your assignment this year. Okay. <laughs> you will count. I got nothing else going on, so I'll just <laughs> worry about that. Keep a little handbook. Okay. Okay. Make notations. No need to use your phone. That's too complicated. <laughs> just a simple notepad will work. <laughs> oh, we had partly cloudy skies today. In, in my world, it's always pen and paper. Yes. Okay. So. I'll, uh, That's talk. really funny, though. Real, real quick, okay. I was going into a meeting the other day, <laughs> and um, on my way out, I had I grabbed a notepad and, and a pen, and I stopped. And I'm like, "What am I doing?" I went back, <laughs> got my laptop. I just uh, that's still what I would do. I'd never think about. I never use the calendar book in my phone. Mm. Of course, I don't have anything to 
marked down. Right. <laughs> you know. But it's, it's I know you can take notes with it. You can, yeah, you can do all sorts of new audio yeah. notes. But I You could even just all of a sudden tell it, hey, remind me tomorrow at six AM to see if it's raining. See? Things I have no idea how to utilize. To me it's just a a portable phone booth. Okay. <laughs> portable phone booth. <laughs> And fortunately, the cord's not involved. Because hmm. back in the day, you know, toward the tail end of, of you know, phone booths, yeah. you'd go to it. Yes. Well, it'd be cut from the cord or, always, you yeah. know, so gummed up. Or, right. Imagine. See, nobody would use one today. No. You didn't think about no, it. No, you never thought about how gross and dirty it was and all the hundreds and thousands of people that have used it before you. We never thought of that. It was fine. Back in the day. So I'll see you tomorrow. All right. All right. See you. See you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.